Welcome to episode 27, Super Bowl Preview. This Sunday, the Bengals and the Rams square off for Super Bowl 56. On this episode, we cover our game picks, the top difference makers, and we start our fake betting segment this week, starting off with prop bets and money lines. Okay, um, let's start off with game picks. Okay, so, um, you know, I feel like lots of people think the Rams have no, I mean, the Bengals have no chance. The Rams are just too good, but I, I completely disagree. Um, I've got the Bengals in a close one, um, mostly just because I don't think the Bengals have anything to lose. You know, they're going to come out. They're all young. They're playing, going to play their game, and they're, they're going to they're gonna win it all. See, I, I like that you, you mentioned they don't have anything to lose. That's why I think the Rams are going to win. This is kind of kind of their last chance, their last like hurrah to win after, uh, what, what was it, three years ago they made the Super Bowl and were embarrassed by the Patriots. So uh, I have the Rams winning. I think mostly just they're kind of the older, more experienced team, and that's going to show in this game. Uh, I, I I kind of I kind of feel bad because the Bengals are, are fun to watch. I don't know. I I kind of see that pressure going in a different direction. I just feel like there's so much pressure, both like external and internal, on um, Stafford, Odell, uh, Jalen Ramsey, and I I don't know if that pressure is going to be handled well. I think that like usually the more experienced team wins, but in this case, I just see the younger team going out just playing their brand of football and kind of just going off. So you think they're, they're going to like fold under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think just, you know, it comes down to like the sheer amount of swag that the Bengals have, you know, they play, they play cool. They play calm and collected and um, they know that uh, there's no pressure. So they, They'll play calm and collected, and they'll go out and uh, they'll do it. Yeah, I I think that makes sense. But when you look like at the Rams throughout the season, they've always kind of lived up to the the expectations, um, except for kind of like a, a small skid uh, in the middle of the season. So I I think they're kind of like it's too big to lose now. Like you've gotten here, Sean McVay. Like he's been he's been trying to get to this point. for Jalen Ramsey um, two or three seasons ago. So I, I think it all just kind of comes down to that, but they're, it's a pretty fair match, but it's just kind of the, the old team that like, this is their last chance to win the Super Bowl, and they've traded all these picks and like the new team that's just, they're young and they're just hitting their stride. Yeah, I think definitely the Bengals will be back regardless of if, if they win or not. Okay, so a huge uh, headline is is kind of the um, coaches are, are ridiculously young. Yeah. Zach Taylor is 30, 38. Eight? I want to say 38, yeah. And I think McVay is 40-something, early 40s. Yeah, he's like 40, 41. Um, I just think that's kind of good to see. Um and you think that that kind of thing helps a team or is that just, or if it, how much of a relation does that have on success? That's my question. Um, I think it, I don't really think it 
helps that much, but it doesn't really hurt. Like they're young there, so they'll they haven't really seen everything. But I feel like McVeigh, he's been like around a surprising amount of time for somebody that's only forty. He was he was like an offensive coordinator when he was twenty eight. Yeah. So he's he's ready for this. He's also just insane. Like he's an insane football yeah. mind. Uh, and Zach Taylor, I really I don't know what to expect. He hasn't he's been sturdy so far, so I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I I I kinda think that the young coach um kinda helps to inspire the players. There's not as much of a of a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, let's let's talk about some top difference makers here. Uh, each team has their star players that uh, are sort of expected to show out, but uh, with eleven men on the field on both sides of the ball, um, there can be one key difference maker. So we pick our players that will be the biggest difference makers for the Super Bowl. So my first uh, difference maker is um, Eric Weddle. Uh, on the Rams, I think that if he and his sec, he's a veteran, veteran safety, and if he and his secondary can shut down Joe Burrow and their elite wide receiver core, then I, I think that um, it'll be a good night for the Rams. Um, you mentioned uh, Eric Weddle and the Rams secondary. I think the biggest thing for the Bengals is going to be keeping uh, Joe Burrow upright. That, that right side of the offensive line got just teared apart by uh, the Titans, specifically Isaiah Prince and Jackson Carmen, their right guard and right tackle. If they can, th- they're going to be focused on Aaron Donald, obviously, but if those two can hold up and slow down Vaughn Miller and Leonard Floyd and all, all their other pass rushers, that's, that's going to be really big for them especially considering just the uh, the Rams defense is just stacked. They have so many weapons and that secondary is, is going to hold up. So they're going to need to get a break somewhere. I learned today that Aaron Donald has a pass rush success rate of 26% when he's double covered, which is just insanity. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be, like a record um but yeah i think that that puts a lot of pressure on trey hopkins their their center mm-hmm. uh and um that whole offensive line needs to needs to do some do some good work tonight if they if they want to another an another player uh who every, everybody seemingly hates and i don't blame them eli apple uh he's, he's just annoying <laughs> Trust me, I know. Uh, we we drafted him in 2016. He was on the Giants for like three years, and he sucked. <laughs> and um, if he sucks to if he sucks uh against Cooper Cup, it's going to be a long night. So that that Bengals secondary, uh, Mike Hilton, Trey Flowers, uh, I think they signed Trey Waynes this off season, uh, Chido Beowuzie. Uh, they're gonna need to to hold up against these Rams receivers and running backs because if they don't, Matthew Stafford's gonna gonna just pick them apart. You already saw what Mahomes did to them in the first half. He looked unstoppable, and if it's like that for an entire game, this yeah. uh, this game's over. 
I also want to look at the Jamar Chase versus Jalen Ramsey matchup. I know it's kind of the mainstream uh, highlighted matchup, but mm-hmm. I think really that's going to have like a tidal wave of effect on the game. Uh, is if Jalen Ramsey uh, can't cover him, Jamar Chase is insane when he gets open. Uh, his yards after catch statistics are ridiculous. Yeah, he's got like. 700 um, yards after the catch. Yeah, it's insanity. Um, and really, getting okay. So PFF basically has said that Chase has posted top 10 marks in PFF receiving grades, um, yards per reception, yards after the catch. So essentially, you let Jamar Chase get open, and it's going to be a, a long night for you and your defense. I, I think, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to be important, but I think people are kind of overstating this this matchup because the Rams don't use Jalen Ramsey like like how um, like how the Jets used to use Darrell Revis. He doesn't just shadow a receiver the entire game. He's going to stick to his side of the field, and um, Jamar Chase, is, he's going to have matchups on uh, Darius Williams, David Long, and their other second and third string corners. So I think it's it's more on those guys. If they can step up and limit the, the big plays, that's going to be big. But Jalen Ramsey, he's, he's everywhere. He's not just going to be guarding Jamar Chase. He's going to be guarding T. Higgins. He's going to be guarding Tyler Boyd. So it he's going to be an impact player, but maybe just not on one player. He's going to affect the entire game. That's, that's a good point. I also want to talk about uh, Joe Mixon, the, the fantasy God this year. I want to talk about Joe Mixon who has come into his own this year after being just immensely average for all of time. And my, for my fantasy team for the last five years, Hey, hey uh, I had him this year. He was very—he—he he, he was a steal. <laughs> he was a steal, but uh, I, what I'm where I'm heading is that the Rams secondary is just too good, and if you want to succeed against the Rams, you need to run the ball and you need to run the ball well. Um, so I think that that's going to be a key uh, aspect of the Bengals' offense, um, seeing if they can um, kind of get the run established and then. Um, go and throw it over the top to to your your targets. Yeah. Okay. Um. What do you? Let's uh. Let's go to let's go to the prop bets. I know looking, this is your forward, favorite. This, this I was looking forward to. Okay. So we're using um DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we have a thousand dollars each. Now this is just we're we're just putting a thousand dollars on the bets, and uh, let's let's get to talking. How many bets did? Did you have to divide the thousand? I had five. Okay, I had I had eight. Oh, you're you're ready. I'm ready. So diversifying. Uh, yeah. What was uh? What, what was your your biggest? Your okay. biggest one. I have. <laughs> I have I have an astounding four hundred dollars on the Bengals money line because Joe Burrow <laughs> Joe Burrow is too good. I am putting my complete and other faith in Joe Burrow and um, the Bengals have covered consistently this season. So they have, it's just the trend, man. It's I'm going with the trend. Um, you know, have you seen mattress Mac, you know, that guy, yes. 
too bad. Where does this man get a? He's just he's just got money to spend. He's loaded. He He put money on the Astros. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um. Yeah. He he owns a mattress store. Uh, and this year he put five million dollars on the Bengals money line. So like Mattress Mac, I have the Bengals. What about you? What's your biggest? Okay. Um, I went with like a lot of just one hundred and two hundred dollar ones, but I think I think my weirdest one is. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh. Probably Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rushing yards. I could see that happening. I mean, but, he scrambles a lot. Yeah, I've got I've got a few weird ones. Um, Samaje Pirine over seven and a, 17 and a half receiving and rushing yards. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he's he's their second string running back. He, he actually had like a 41-yard receiving touchdown on a screen last week against the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But Matthew Stafford over one and a half passing touchdowns. That's like that, that feels like a lock. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it's easy because he's easy money for Matt Matty Ice. <laughs> yeah, how many I had him in fantasy and let me see how many. Um I can talk about a, a subject that I'm very passionate about while you look yeah. that up. Um I am passionate about the orange gatorade okay the orange, you're the orange gatorade. About the orange i am an orange gatorade connoisseur and uh-huh. that's why i have a hundred of my one thousand dollars on the gatorade being, being orange. orange now look at this statistically right you, we've gone over this before we've talked about this before but yeah 2016 orange okay super bowl uh in 2018 i believe it was also orange or yellow Okay. And then Super Bowl 54, it was orange again. So it is an alternation. It is going to be orange, especially after the Bengals win. It will be orange. <laughs> it's going to be orange. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, Stafford only had – he had one passing touchdown in four games. So the rest he had he had double digits – or not double digits. He had multiple. Um, I also have over five and a half total sacks in the game. Oh, that feels – feels accurate yeah there's, there's like there's a lot of a lot of cupcake ones aaron oh donald aaron aaron donald full sack yes yeah absolutely but i mean the i'm sure the odds on that aren't very very no, it, favorable it's, it's you put you put down 100 you get 150 right 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 yeah i have um another very passionate passionate prop bet uh-huh. um about the coin toss you know, I'm a big believer in the tails never fails mantra, and you know, I'm sending it here today. I have two hundred dollars on the on the tails, and truly, it's just uh, the tails is gonna come on, and I'm just gonna yell. Uh, and tails never fails. That's, that's tails what I got. never fails. The only the only ones I put more than a hundred on were the Matthew Stafford touchdown and the the Joe Burrow rushing. Uh, what else? We we have different um, philosophies on. You were you were gambling. you're going for it. I'm a I'm a big, you're big. Uh, novelty prop guy. Novelty. See, Indeed. I was just just hammering the overs like Kendall Kendall Blanton 
their backup tight end who's starting this week because Tyler Higby is out with an MCL sprain uh-huh. over over 30 and a half receiving yards. He had 51 last week on five targets and five receptions. Uh, yeah, so my one of my other ones is uh, I've got I got Matty Stafford uh, under 280 yards just because I'm going all in on the Bengals here. Uh, I'm all in on the Bengals defense. And uh, I think the 280 is kind of a lot in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, he was he was kind of like bipolar in the regular season. Like he, yeah, I mean he was over 280 a majority of the time. But um, but then there's like a random game where he had 250 yards and four touchdowns. Right. Against right, the Giants. I, I have a course. I have a very important prop bet for you to, to pick right now. Yes. So how many players will have a passing attempt? The over under is two and a half. Ooh. Um over. Over? Who do you think it'll be? I don't know. These are two crafty teams, and I feel like Odell can throw the ball, Jamar can throw the ball. Cooper Cup can definitely throw a throw a tight spiral. I'm sure he can. If I had to guess, um, so it wouldn't surprise me, especially because I expect this game to be close. So right, they're gonna have to have some some trickery. You know, I think that Evan McPherson, the the Bengals kicker, is just so cool that that he could definitely gotta, throw the ball too. Yeah, uh, there's actually this picture of Cooper Cup of uh, throwing a pass during practice in preparation for the Super Bowl. Uh, this was. February tenth, so it was a couple days ago. See, yeah. Um, so they're they're getting ready. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Another one for you. Mm-hmm. Is uh, who performs first during halftime? You got Snoop Dogg, Doctor Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige. That's a that's a weird one. Um. I feel like they're gonna save Eminem or. And Kendrick for I think Dr. Dre. I think I'm gonna start off with Dr. Dre. Yeah, I would I would agree. However, he's he's from he's from LA. Yeah. Yeah, that no. makes sense. No, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, but they're all they're all Raiders fans. But oh yeah, they were in no, he's from uh He was born yeah, in Compton. He's from Compton. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, Los Angeles. So um those are all the picks that i have you got any more bets um under four and a half total field goals and the rams to score on their first drive which is surprisingly the the rams to score on their first drive is surprisingly like not a very it's like a decent bet it's a hundred dollars down for 215 payout it's pretty good for $200.15 payout. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, last Thursday, uh, there was the NFL honors. They dished out awards like the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and the Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year awards. First thing, what do you think about, about MVP Aaron Rodgers? I feel like Brady kind of got snubbed. Um. I don't know if it's just the aspect that he's uh, in his mid-40s doing this that's so impressive. 
Uh-huh. Um, or, but he really, he deserved it. He was, he was probably the mo- one of the more consistent and best quarterbacks in the league. So I, I feel like Brady should have got it. It was just kind of like a, like, eh, like, I guess he deserves MVP. Like he's got, everyone was losing their mind over like his touchdown to interception ratio it was like nine to for Brady. No, no, no. For Rogers. Uh, but I mean, like, it was just like an okay season by most standards. Uh, bounced out of the playoffs early again. But like the biggest thing that surprised me is they're just like cooking up random awards now. <laughs> like the the Bridgestone best moment of the year. Like since when has that been a thing? It's never been a thing. The and. Yeah, the the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award, I, that's been a thing, but like, why the, are they the, making that a big deal? The Sportsmanship Award is like, uh, giving a kid a participation trophy and be like, at least, at least he's nice. No, but they gave it to Matthew Slater. Like he's he's a special teams player. They should have given it to like, like Jonathan Taylor deserved an award and he didn't get one. Right, give it to, to give him. it to somebody that deserved an award. Yeah. Oh, oh! They also announced uh, the Hall of Fame class, which is really un- underwhelming. It's mid. It is. It's, it is it definitely is mid. Not very good. Uh, Tony Boselli, Leroy Butler, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Bryant Young, Cliff Branch, Art McNally, and Dick Vermeil. I mean, like. I don't think I really. We didn't really watch any of those players play growing up. Well, like but... I, I can. I like I've heard of them. I couldn't name like 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 anything special about them. Like at Tony Boselli, he played for the Jaguars for forever. He was like their first good player. Um for some reason everybody loves Sam Mills. I don't know. Like in for the Panthers, he's like their pride of, of their organization. Uh they but he was I mean he was he was good. Oh, it's yeah, it's because he he's a good. Sam Mills, he, he died. Okay, yeah, that's why he yeah. was also a five nine linebacker that was a stud. Right. I mean, I think it. Oh wait, no, he's yeah, he's actually he played in the CFL. Okay. Actually, right. I mean, it's a good story, but it's a good story. Yeah. But like five time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro. Through actually, he played in the USFL. What? That's kind of weird. But um, went to Montclair State. Yeah, it's just a weird class. It is true. It is really a weird class. Uh, I think that they should they should skip the whole class and they should induct Brady right now. Um, that I feel like that that's <laughs> they should just be like, you're in, right now. I mean, not not bad, but they also like. Everybody was like losing their mind over like Devin Hester, right? But like I don't know, it's just was weird Devin class. Hester in class. No, he wasn't. That was the thing. Right. Um. He, yeah, he, he people wanted him to get a uh, get inducted this year, but he didn't. And I mean, he can still get inducted next year, but it's kind of not the same. He's not first ballot. When yeah. Did- did he retire? But then, I mean, yes, Sam Mills is nowhere near. He retired in 
1997, and he was a coach until 2004. So Devin Hester's got plenty of time. But uh, that's kind of it. We will see how the Super Bowl shakes out.